Tomorrow we find out who is the worst parker in Cash Valley, and you may think, oh, well, I've been checking Utah's VFX. I know AJ McCall haven't said anything about my parking, so I know it's not me. Right. But that doesn't mean it can't be you. It's true. Just because it's not you this week doesn't mean it can't be you the next week. The following week doesn't mean it can't be you in the tournament for 2022 to be the worst parker in Cash Valley. Just because you escaped one week doesn't mean we're not watching. We know two things. One, that our uh, park narc-ers mm-hmm. are relentless in finding terrible parking, but also fair when it comes to voting who's the worst parker in Cash Valley. And two, if it flies, it spies. All birds are government drones. Bingo. That's exactly it. All of the things that AJ said, yep, there it is. Going to get you. Mm-hmm. Nominee number one this week, Dibs. This white car decided to skirt, skirt uh, into a special needs parking spot and take up two of the uh, stripy rectangles as well because they're just it's just the second, guys. Mm-hmm. Just running in for a minute. It's not going to be a minute. It's totally fine. I, ha- I refuse to believe they parked like this without screeching the tires a little bit to get into the spot. Like, it legitimately is Dibs because they screeched right into the spot. Yeah. Nominee number two, aw, friends. Feel a little less stupid, right, when you get in trouble and somebody else is there with you? Yep. At least you got somebody to be like, hey, nice job. And they're like, hey, shut up. It's your idea. No, it's your idea. No. They both got busted because they're incapable of parking within lines. And, uh, you know, then you're now, now you got to figure out whose idea was who. Or maybe, maybe they'll get home and their moms will say the same thing that mine did. If your friend jumped off a bridge, would you do it? Yeah, mom. Well, how many people are jumping off a bridge now? Hi. No, I'm just kidding. I wouldn't. But, friends, Park together, get narked on together. Correct. Vote for which one you find the most annoying. Pin to the top of our Facebook page, Utah's VFX. Also, if you see terrible parking, of course, safely take a picture, send it to Facebook, send it to Twitter, send it to Instagram, all Utah's VFX. Pick your poison, and you can get entered in to win prizes. Not to mention, we are weeks, if not less than that, away from the end of your tournament to find out who's the worst parker in 2021. Now, I'm sure we're going to get this a little bit in McCall's 411, but a certain band joined a certain social media, which they're entitled to do. They're free to do. I'm not saying they can't do that, Mm -hmm. but there's one very big question I just feel like I should ask, and is that, is that's, have we forgiven them? No. That's all I want to know. The answer is no. I didn't think so, but we'll get into it. Of course, I'm not going to say anyone, because there's probably a few we'd be mad about. Most... Most people are free to join social media. AJ McCall at VFX like you two joining TikTok. And they joined it for a shocker to promote their new song and their band. And they're allowed to do that. But I, I wanted to backtrack because this kind of got mentioned a little bit yesterday when it, when the, it was announced or I stumbled across it at least. Um, have we forgiven you two for what they did with those Apple phones? No. Those iPhones? No, we haven't. For, no. those, for those who don't remember, I don't remember what iPhone it was. It was all of them. It was any iPhone. Anybody that had an Apple ID, you automatically got the the U2 album automatically downloaded onto your phone. Every single Apple ID in the entire world got U2's album. And if I, I didn't want it. If I remember correctly, I believe I believe my dad and stepmom at the time were rocking iPhones, and it was like impossible to remove it. You can't it. get rid of it. Yeah, that's what I thought. It's infuriating to me. <laughs> I stopped listening. This is the one move... That made me stop listening to Apple Music. The move. I used to purchase my music and listen to my music on my phone. That's what I would do. That's what I would do. And you pushed me over the edge, Apple. You lost out. That's on you. If you hadn't have let this happen, 
I would still be listening to music. It was like 2016. I swear. Like, I don't even have it. I don't think I even have it. I think it's still automatically installed on my phone. But I, I got to look real fast because. So you double check. So, you, so unsurprisingly, TikTok has said that U2's already, quote, seen a huge success because they, they're good they, for them. They got on TikTok. They posted a video <laughs> and it's a tease for their new song that's coming out. Uh, let's see. So their next uh, it's uh, their next song coming out. And I'm now I'm thinking with uh, what happened with the Apple stuff. I'm like, all right. So this is going to be like everywhere on my for you page. Right. That's what, how this is going to work. Like magically. They have- the algorithm, algorithm is going to calculate it that I need to see it. Look, they've got money. I'm sure they're going to pay for it. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure they'll be able to do it. Yeah, I don't even have it on my phone anymore. Thank like, goodness I, you I finally deleted, got rid no, of it. No, I deleted Apple Music off of my <laughs> phone. It was delete such everything. It was such a it made me so angry. Turn it to the ground. That I was like, "No, you're going to make me listen to this? <laughs> nope, that's it. We're done. I'm not I'm not using your service. I'm not listening Fair. to it. You're ruining my life by inserting you two into it." Okay, and then and then you drive down I-15 and what's going on? Oh, my gosh. U2 has been inserted into freaking Utah because they've decided to put that lovely little claw arm from the U2 concert outside of the planet or the the water place. Aquarium. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I got you. The water yeah, aquarium. Weird. They got this. They got this claw thing from U2's concert. And I'm like, Utah, we don't like U2. We don't like them. It's kind of true. Ah. <laughs> so you two just continuing each step by step to infiltrate every day of your life. Like one day you're going to wake up and you're just like, hello, hello. No. Like, how did you guys get in here? Bono, go away. <laughs> you go away right now. With the holiday season quickly coming upon us, the question becomes, how do you figure out how to divvy up time? Because it's getting to the point in my life where I think I need to make an itinerary just to save myself the headache and the arguments. If you listen closely, you can literally hear the shame. Leave the room. Yep. AJ McCall, it's Florida Not on VFX. Let us get the three headlines, please. Okay, so we've got headline number one, which involves a guy who decided to hurl a TV at his mom. Wait, so is this like a new TV? In which case, it's still, don't get me wrong. I don't know. Damage. It's like quote, an old tube TV, in quote, which case you're like, oh my gosh, please get out of the way. Large TV. Oh boy. So I don't know. I don't know what that means. Uh, that's great. This whole situation... Stupid. Yes. Very stupid. Yes. So there's story one. What is with people throwing stuff at people? Like we've had pumpkin recently. I don't know. The frozen chicken. I don't know. Look, there is a new moon in Scorpio today, so that could explain it. I don't really know. Then we got story number two. Some guy called the police to say that he was carjacked and there was a seven-year-old boy with special needs in his vehicle. He lied. About which part? The the child being in the vehicle. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, at least there's nobody that's actually in danger. But they're, they're like, they're gonna figure that out. Like oh, that's yeah. serious. They're not gonna just be like, ah, well, we couldn't find your kid, but we got your car back. I guess you know, win one, win some, lose some. Yep. And then we got story number three: two thieves passed out from a gas leak while they started to steal a furnace. Ooh, that sounds bad. Well, yeah, but you know, if you can't figure out, you gotta unhook things or turn off gas lines before you steal the furnace. You're so dumb. That sounds like how you get ghost because you die. Yes. <laughs> okay. Well, uh, all the look, see, I told you no heroes today, right? Now let's ask the very important question as we get ready for this batch of Florida Not Stories on VFX with AJ and McCall. If sudden there's a car napping, a carjacking, and all of a sudden they said there's a kid there and the kid disappears, you know, Corey, what happens if they get the car back and there's no kid in there? What do you do? 
Nowhere, man. Locked down. Exactly. You keep looking for the kid. Why did this dude think? We'll get into the stories. We'll get into the story. Maybe there'll be an explanation beyond he's just an idiot. Three full stories, please. All right. Story number one. We've got a guy who's facing a felony charge for, uh, quote unquote, allegedly strangling his mom. <laughs> I don't mean to laugh, but can we, like, we can collectively agree, right? There's, There's no, no alleged. allegedly strangling. Like, you either, I, yeah. you, you strangle or you didn't. There's not like, right. I'm just going to strangle a right. little bit. I know how the, <laughs> I know how the court system works. Okay. I know how the court system works. I know they got to say it in order to be able to go forward, but whatever. So I guess she drove over to his place to take him to work. How dare she? He was drunk when she arrived. He didn't want to go. She's like, buddy, come on. You got to go to work. He's 23. Uh, So he, she says he threw a quote, large TV at her. Gosh. Then when she tried to get away, he grabbed her around the neck. So the neighbors called 911 and he's going to jail. That sounds, that mom sounds like a saint. I know. I know. This guy, trashy and she's still like basically, no, yeah, cut the cord. So there's story one. Story number two, some guy called the police on Sunday night. He said he was carjacked. There was a seven-year-old boy with special needs in his vehicle. Turns out he lied about the kid, so the police would hurry up and find his car, which it worked. So was his car actually stolen, or mm-hmm. was this like, a, I forgot where I parked? No, no, no. And so, no. Okay, it so worked. it was actually stolen. It worked, but now he's being charged with making a false report. Like, what do you do at that point? You get the car, and you're like... Uh, so did you lie? Yeah, I lied about it. Okay, well, I'm returning it back to the carjackers. See you later. <laughs> <God's> like, <giving laughs> that's that's got to be the how you return with it. it. Go fetch. Just throw his keys as yeah. far as they can. Uh, yeah. I guess the, the I kid mean, that, that stole it. It was a Mustang. Reasonable. The Mustang and the 17-year-old car thief were found four hours later about half a mile from where the car was stolen. I think they would have found that if, if he had not lied. Yeah. I think they would have tracked that one down. Well, yeah, but I, it doesn't get put on to like top priority or whatever. So there's story two. Then we got story number three. Two people tried to steal a furnace out of a vacant property over the weekend. <sighs> and they inadvertently caused a gas leak. Because why would you, why would you disconnect the gas line? Why would you turn it off before I'm, you disconnected <laughs> the gas line? Let me clarify. Because they don't know. Like, I'm going to be honest. I don't know why I would ever steal a furnace. This sounds like if I was to do a crime, this is the crime that yeah. this, this yeah. is hey, what would happen. Hey, guy, you want to go steal a furnace? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I, I guess uh, bad news, especially because they didn't realize there was a leak. They both passed out inside the property. The leak was so bad, the neighbors smelled the gas and called the police. Gosh. Uh, they arrived. They discovered the unconscious thieves, pulled them out where they were able to regain consciousness. They were detained, but were ultimately released without being charged unclear if they're off the hook how? or if they could be cited and arrested down the road the embarrassment was punched Probably. how did they get out of how did they I get have, out of trouble on that one i have no idea sometimes karma just comes so fast that you haven't even finished doing the bad deed before you <laughs> you know you come up and survive so there's three crazy stories good uh, luck <laughs> Corey. out of the out of one two or three just tell me which one stood out to you maybe story two i'm not real confident Okay, well, we can we can definitely agree that that one is stupid. I, they're all dumb, so this is tough because usually I try to, n- to knock them down. Um, the fact that they didn't get arrested in three would seem like we could safely set that one aside, I think, a little bit just because I, I would assume they would. Why would they not? But, like, they weren't, so now we're stuck with one and two. And, I mean, I guess it's, you know, it's six one way, half a dozen the other because, like, two is dumb. Two is definitely dumb. Uh, I kind of like the idea of giving the carjacker back the car. But, like, one, like, that that mom is a saint, and this dude just, he threw a TV and and choked her. Like, there's the, that already, but, like, the TV just is so weird. 
I, I don't know. I'm kind of leaning one, but I think you could go either way. Mm. Yeah, I am. I'm not married to either one. So let's let's go with one. I'll go with your gut. You're the expert. Oh, you're too kind now. The pressure's on. Okay, McCall. Oh boy. Uh, is it? Story number one. It is, actually. Congratulations. Yay. It's uh, the Florida man that has been (gasps) in the story before with the Florida Florida tattoo in between his eyes. So, terrible, by the way. Still a terrible tattoo. That mom is a saint. I know. She is. Hang on the line. We'll grab some info from you, okay? Sounds great. Congratulations to Corey Woods, Florida Not Odd VFX. I don't know that you can necessarily qualify this as bonus Florida Not, but McCall is part of a very special... um, Call it a fraternity of people. Great. That have done something very particular at work. And apparently, I, I mean, I shouldn't be surprised that there's been a study done to figure out which states are the sleepiest states. But here we are. And yes. <laughs> if you were to guess how many people percentage wise have fallen asleep at work mm-hmm. on average, what would you guess? I don't know, maybe like 27. 27%. That's pretty good. AJ McCall at VFX because it's one in four, which is 25. Wow. Which I got to be honest, I I'm feel surprised like it's 27. You 27. That's fine. It could be, we'll say 27. Cool. We'll Thanks. say it's 27, but it's kind of nuts to me because, like, there's what, 20 ish, 20, maybe 24, just to make it divisible by four people in the building. Mm-hmm. So that means six people in this building have at some point yeah. slept in this building. Yeah. I would, I would, I would bank on that. AJ McCall and VFX. But the thing is, who? Who? Like, that's what I'm trying to figure out. Okay, I take that back. So I know, I know, yeah, yeah, he definitely has because I've seen him do it. McCall has slept in this building. Mm -hmm. I've watched her do that. Mm -hmm. I got nothing after that. Mm. I would bet we've got people over there that have. I'm really curious now. I mean, is it safe to say it's the people with their own offices? Because they could just like, you know, close the door, maybe lean back just a little bit and like, just, just, just a few minutes. Just mm-hmm. to- <laughs> I would say yes. I would say yes. Like, I, I'm, I'm thinking of the people that are here. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So now we're up to three or four. I got you. Um, so apparently when it comes to the 50 states, the second you cross westward past the Mississippi River, uh-huh. you apparently just sleep a whole lot better in this country. Huh. Because a ranking was done of the most sleep deprived states. And that means that they were ranked from one to 50. Most sleep deprived, at least sleep deprived. And I'm assuming like New York, California are pretty high. California's middle of the road. New York, yes. Basically, once you get past the Mississippi uh, pretty much every state past that is in the bottom half. Well, I think I think what makes it better is that everything closes at 9 p.m. That definitely helps in the state so, of Utah. You know. Finished 39th, by the way. 39th most sleep deprived. So almost top 10. Just missed it. Nice. Yeah, right? Way to go, guys. But I mean, like, tied with, tied with Wyoming, 49th is Colorado, 35-31, New Mexico and Arizona, uh, Idaho 41, Montana 46, Oregon 38. I mean, they're like... Nevada's 18, but I mean, Vegas, like, totally skews. That doesn't right. count. Absolutely. That's not fair. But, Absolutely. But apparently, you know, you get west of Mississippi, you just sleep better. Yeah. And apparently at work. Maybe maybe it's not 27% here. Maybe it's higher than that. I'm just, like, trying to think of other people because I know there's, like, people on air, a couple of them, yes. I mean, now Through that, this yeah. wall further <laughs> into another office... <laughs> There's like three offices that I'm like, one, two, three. Yes, all three of four of them. I figured it out. 
the career goal of anyone should be to get a at least a cubicle, if not an office, so you can just you're like have an app. Just post have, lunch big. I'm just gonna have yourself a ten minute snoozer. I was, I was just thinking. Sorry, I close my eyes when I think. It just helps me visualize better. That's all you gotta do. <laughs> take a little take a little nappy nap for you. All right. I don't want to spe- I don't want to sound like a jerk. Okay. But speaking of the workplace. I think it's definitely possible to get too many compliments to the point of being suspicious, and I'm there. I'm a little bit suspicious of what people have been saying to me this week, and I don't think I'm being paranoid. Look, there's a saying called kill him with kindness. Right. I don't know that there's another one that's called make me suspicious with kindness, but I'm sitting there. Okay. So for those who don't know, it was Monday, so it wouldn't have been on the after show if you'd watched us on Twitch because I went afterwards. Yes. But I got my hair all chopped off. And for anyone that asked, I was t- like, it was overdue. It was, yeah. it was needed. So like, not a big deal. And I'm not saying, I'm not saying people can't say nice things. For they sure. don't have to, but that's great. It's appreciated. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing. Everybody, everybody has said something, including someone telling me that apparently I'm going to speak in church this Sunday. And I was like, yeah, that's, that's going to happen. I'll be there. Um, no, but the point was like. It's starting to get suspicious to the point, like, since everybody's saying something, it's starting to feel like, so basically, like, man, freaking finally that hippie cut his hair. Like, I mean, geez, I'm Pete. I'm getting tired of looking at his ugly mug. Finally did something. Right? Like, there's a li- little bit of paranoia being instilled here. Because there's too many compliments. I mean, maybe slightly. I. It's a weird middle ground to sit in. Because It's, see, it's look, definitely towing the line of just being flat out insane. I, yeah. I accept that. Sometimes there's a weird middle ground. Like, as somebody who colors their hair quite often. Right. Hi. It's like, if people don't say anything to me, I wonder if I didn't go bold enough. Okay, fair. But it, when people start, that. like, doting on, I'm like, do you really like it or... <laughs> it's a moving target of a line. <laughs> Yeah, I don't it's not know. really like a set. You're like, up. Oh, that was that was it. And that was too many compliments. Yep. I, f- I feel that because like I didn't like I just cut it, so I didn't need any compliments. Like it just needed to come off. That was all it was. I didn't color it. Didn't do anything. I didn't do anything crazy. It's right. just gone. Right. And so like one or two being, hey, you cut your hair. Like a co- an observation, fine. The compliments, that's what's getting me because I'm with you. It's like, you guys trying to say something? Like, <laughs> what? What, what do you want? I'm glad we're on the same page. That there's at least a little bit of area where I'm not insane for saying that there's suspiciously too many compliments on getting a haircut. And before anybody's like, hey, they're just being really nice. Eh. Eh. Yeah, eh. maybe. Eh. Eh. I mean, they can be, but I mean, generally, my experience, it's just. Uh, Mostly it's just like eh. Eh. existing. Paranoia's Co- founded. Coexisting, mostly? Yeah, yeah, mo- yeah, pretty much. About what happens yeah. most day in and day out. Yeah. I, I, I don't feel good about it. It's, too, it's, too, it's suspicious. It's suspicious. That's fair. Um, I can tell you, though, if I was to recollect back to my first haircut, it would not be enjoyable. It would not be a first that I'd be like, uh, let's relive that. But apparently people really longing post-COVID to do so. And the question is, what's the one that's the, the best? What's the one that's worth it if you can go back to any first? Look, I'm prone to get caught in in the romanticizing and rose-colored glasses of the past as much as the next guy. But even I'm a little bugged out by the stats that says 71% of people wish they could relive some of their favorite first. Like, Weird. In a moment, sure. Mm. Continually. Mm. 
AJ McCall at VFX. And for what it's worth, at some point, we probably will. You'll just be able to put a helmet on, and then whatever you can access in your brain, you'll access in your brain. Yes. But it's not the part I want to focus on. The question becomes, what is what are the first that are some of the best ones? And obviously, it's on a little bit of an individual individual factor <laughs> because the circumstances which you go into them changes them from person to person. Right. Because the top ten list was put together, and one of the one of the first ones, and I don't know, maybe I'm wrong, but first job is one of the best first. Really, dude, my first job, blue. It like, was like awful. First, like big boy paycheck or adult paycheck. Yeah. Hell yeah, I'm on board. Yeah. First job, eh, not so much. Like that made the top ten. Like so, like just for, just for reference, first love, first kiss, first pet, first car, first concert, first best friend. Like all of those great things. First job, meh, meh, meh. I'm with you. I, I'm glad we're on the same page. Uh, I don't tell me tell me if you think this one qualifies. Like I get the experience itself, but another one that made the top ten was first home on your own. Maybe, like I think the idea yeah. definitely, and I'm sure like going back, like I think fondly, I think of the apartments that I had while yeah. I was in college or whatever. But, but like, there's reasons you upgrade. Like go back and relive it though. Nah. Uh. Mm. Oh, thank goodness, this closet that I can call my first apartment. Yeah, this Yay. is great. Like that one, that one to me is more the time frame than anything. Yeah, not so much the actual place, which I think is the job thing too. Yes. Yeah. Also, can I just say, look, I know Utah. We don't, we don't, we don't see eye to eye on this. But the end, of the end of the top ten was uh, first night out after your twenty first birthday. No, you can't remember that. <laughs> You're not supposed to, at least. That's yeah. So going back to want to relive that is not actually fondness. It's like, can I piece together? Can what I know the heck what happened? happened? Yeah, I'm very confused. Yeah, yeah, it's fair. I think. You know, I, now looking at this makes me feel even more solidified, in my opinion, like, no, on the going back for most of these first, because I don't think it's so much them. Right. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, you got your first place. It's the independence. You get your first car. It's such yes. a huge stage. I'm with that. But I think it's more the, the context as opposed to the first itself. My first car was a POS. Right. Like, you go back and remember it. I, I have great memories in it that the car was a tool for providing more like the recklessness of it than anything look i heard that that was a subtle shot at my dry i heard no i'm just kidding no i mean i'm thinking about it with my car like i remember i had a like a 2002 ford uh focus it was a little egg two-wheel drive thought that was going to be perfect for driving in the snow it's not so it was really it was really fun because i got to like skirt skirted around the church parking lot and it was really nice because i remember like drifting around in in my car but mostly it was like drifting around in my car and then actually driving it on the road and also drifting but not doing it on purpose no no mm -mm. it just it just drifted it was really good at that it was not fun that safety review doesn't sound flattering everybody yeah 10 out of 10 would not buy Uh, let's just we'll collectively agree our best first first job is 100% not it yeah. sorry yeah. bad news it's not yeah um so I don't know if you saw this McCall speaking of first first time I had a glass shattering moment about being on the radio I've contemplated who's on the other end once or twice but uh, a woman went viral on TikTok and oh. do you know why yeah I saw this and it's bad her neighbor's on the radio yeah it's bad this legitimately is in the wheelhouse of things that makes me panic 
<laughs> row, row. Oh. A uh, woman went viral on TikTok for listening to her ra- favorite radio show. Uh-huh. Uh, AJ McCall at VFX. We should be her favorite now after what she listened to. I I'm just hope saying, so. You could do the same thing. Like, we could possibly make you go viral. Because what happened was, basically, she played a clip of her neighbor, her uh, neighbor who is the radio host, saying, like, don't talk to me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Summing it up. But that's basically what he said. Basically, like, my neighbor's out here trying to have a conversation with me. And I'm like, don't talk to me. It's so mean. This was a little bit of a glass shattering thing for me because it's one of those things where it's sort of out of sight, out of mind. Like I'm cognizant of that potential, but until I'm confronted with it, it's easy for me to ignore. Right. And then this happened and I'm like, boy, because the question becomes, McCall, is there someone or someone's, and we can use code words because that's probably prudent, that you would be concerned, listen to the AJ and McCall show? Because I tell you what, (laughs) I'll be honest. I can't go back on it now. If she didn't know it, I'm going to out myself either way. My neighbor is one of the people that I would be concerned listening about. I know. Definitely talked about her some. Not in a bad way. No. But there are things that are interesting that have happened around our building and sort of in her life that we are cognizant of. And right. Ashley and I make no bones about it. We do a little bit of snooping. A right. little bit. I have been very... <laughs> I don't trust anybody. So... That's fair. I'm very cautious the things that I say and the things that I bring up because don't get me wrong, there are plenty of things that happen in my life that I could be like, I can't wait to spill the tea tomorrow. (laughs) But no, I'm not going to because it's something that makes me so nervous that I would get roasted and all of my clout, all of my uh, gained like reputation destroyed if i were to say anything that was not i'm just i'm just gonna point out every two years my family has a family reunion guess who's not been invited to the last two <laughs> this guy i've been invited to the last two just kidding my, you've been invited <laughs> to, to the last two yep, my family yeah, that makes sense <laughs> i mean it makes sense based on what you're saying i i say all the things that call says not as many of the things yes i mean i i try very hard <laughs> to make sure that i i like to hear out everybody's um, opinions and their points of view and understand where they're coming from with things before I bring it to the show, to the runway was what I was going to say. Thanks RuPaul. But before I bring it to the show, I'm okay with that. I try to, I try to get all of the, the opinions that I can possibly get out of the way, because there have been some things that have happened recently in my life that have been like, this would make for great radio content. Just, just nod. Yet, just nod. Like, like, like five zero. Like, woo. Just, oh yeah. Give me okay. Just make, yeah. You know, just make, so code words. B- you know. But, but nobody knows what I was talking about. No, nobody knows. Woo. But I, I, I have not because <laughs> I don't want to get my house egged. I'm going to be honest. That's, That's reasonable. Or you know, my tire slashed see, or anything like see, that. See, now you're vindicating me because nothing negative has happened. I've mm-hmm. gone with. I wouldn't say reckless abandon. I like to hear other people's stories. And I'll go back and backtrack if I'm corrected. But yeah, if something interesting happens, guess what? It's in my life. I'm using it. It's coming. Yeah. And my family has made it very well known subtly. 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 They don't appreciate it. But tough. I mean, you signed up for the contract when my parents had me. That's the deal. Uh, the question is for the poll of the day. Do you think that either AJ McCall or both should be concerned about potentially people who listen because there's about one and I, I don't even know how to code word it there's one person that I'm actually terrified listens and that does make me think about some of the things that I say 
One, and it's not my family. I will 100% throw that out. It's absolutely not my family. <laughs> but do you think AJ and McCall should be concerned about the people that potentially listen when it comes to the stupidity that we share and the silliness from our lives on the general? That is the Thermo Fisher poll of the day on our Instagram, Utah's VFX. And, you know, if, fun fact, if you recklessly say no, then that just means there's less to hold back, right? It's true. Just, not, just throwing it out there. We do use our time for good, though. Like, for instance, and I love this pun, someone sent us a message because uh, they have some plans set this weekend they don't really want to go on. So it could either be a wine weekend or a wine weekend. Oh, nice. Do you get it? Nice. Is it a wine or a wine weekend? Mm. AJ McCall on VFX. You see what happened is someone sent us a message because they were invited along to a girls uh, weekend. Nice. AJ McCall on VFX. Hey, so uh, a few, my wife and a few of her friends are planning a girls' weekend, and I got invited as well. Excuse me, a couple's weekend, and I got invited as well. And I have no idea why she said we would go, because I don't enjoy wine. Don't okay. drink at all. Okay. I can't see how this will end up well. She'll <laughs> nag me to just have one. I, won't have, I don't want to do it, so then I'll be called a party pooper, and it won't end well. Besides, we all know what it's like to be around a bunch of people who are, uh, okay, I'll just, just Said blasted, and you're not. No thanks. But the problem is, my wife can't go without me and thinks I'm being selfish. Am I being unreasonable? No. You don't have to go anywhere you don't want to be. <laughs> I don't. I don't know what what needs to be said about this. Well, I don't want to go hang out with her. Then don't. But then she'll be mad at me. Well, yeah, you're free to make your choice. You're not free to choose the consequence. Okay. <laughs> this is your choice. No, Do fine. you want to go? No. Do you want your wife to, you know, call you a party pooper the whole time that you're there? Also, no. So, I don't know. Just go hang out with the boys or yourself. Doesn't matter. I don't know. That, that's, a, that's always a fun question to follow up with couples, too. Is it one of those things where it's a mutual couple relationship? Or is it one of the things where like, the girls are all tight and the fellas are kind of just there or vice versa? Right. Uh, my initial reaction was something along the lines of McCall. But, like, the other part of it is, too... So this this is only your half since you sent the message because obviously you have to have a little bit of mutual uh, compromise here. But, like, I'm not saying you have to go drink. Definitely not saying that. But is it possible that you're going in with the mindset that you're going to be miserable and maybe it won't actually be that bad? Just just a thought. Because, like, if you married your wife, there's got to be something redeeming about her that you like spending time with her, right? Right. Like, can I make that claim comfortably? I think, I think that's safe. I mean, you got married for a reason, okay. right? So I could, I could say that. Maybe you need to sit down and you need to do a little bit of uh, gratitude work or something to figure out what it is that you're still grateful for about her. She has nice thumbs. Fine. Then you go spend time with her thumbs at this wine party. Because just, just a personal point of preference. Like, so Ashley, my girlfriend, is amazing at just tagging along. Like, we got to go do this. She's great. I, on the other hand, not so good at that part. I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. Right. However... However, I have come to realize that generally, unless we are required to do something, for whatever reason, we we got to do something, she's not going to try and put me in a position where I'm absolutely going to be miserable. miserable. And more often than not, if I had a bad time, I definitely contributed to it. So I would say that there is definitely, at least it seems like, the possibility that you're like, this is going to suck, I'm going to hate it. And in then which you, case, you're going in with a negative attitude, my dude. It's just going to fulfill itself. Surprise. Again, I would like to put out the caveat that it does require a little bit of compromise because if if it does become a thing where you don't want to drink and your wife's pestering you, you can't. I, I can't speak to her half of it. No. So but like, that's your choice. If you don't, 
If you don't want to drink and she's pestering you to drink, you know, like, this sounds like peer pressure, so you don't have to, okay? Just, you don't have to do anything you don't want to do. So that can make you miserable, and I can't speak to that. My yes. point was just solely, yes. it sounds like you're, like, already resigned to, this is going to suck. This is going to suck, and I hate it. In which case, it probably will suck if you have that mindset. Look, look, if you think... If you think you're going to be unhappy or you think you're going to be happy, you're right. Period. <laughs> yeah. Whatever you make yeah. your mind up to, to go yeah. whatever direction, that's, that's what's going to happen. Yeah. So I'm, I'm hoping for a wine without the H weekend. Praying for you. Fingers crossed. Yes. Speaking of relationships, this I thought was super fascinating. So a study was done on how people met and how likely they are to get divorced <laughs> within three years. All right. How can you not want to look more into that information and find out if you're doomed or not, right? <laughs> so get this. So now, obviously, with the dawn of technology and all that, right, there is inevitably a bajillion ways to meet people. Granted, they all came to a halt when COVID came back, but now it's sort of kind of or came on, but now it's starting to kind of rectify itself a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. AJ McCall at VFX for the Automatrix Group debated eight. Um, so here's the thing. A survey was done. And it asked people, uh, basically, it's asked them how they met and then whether or not uh, they picked a three-year line if you're still married past three years, right? Okay. So apparently, the most likely way that could end, end, and these are small numbers, but 12% of couples who met online were divorced within the first three years. Interesting. 8% who met in school, 7% who met at work, and just 2% who met through friends or family. Now, is there like an age range that they've put on this because really that's the the curious part for me more so than anything because like yeah of course majority of people are going to be meeting online at this point in time so duh (laughs) like higher higher the odds for it higher the numbers higher the odds that they're going to break up faster so this specific survey was done for people over 30 okay so i i I, to me that's like all right we're going to cut this off we're going to let you get all the the weirdness and all that stuff (laughs) out of your system and now, all right, now let's see, now that you're in the, de- probably in the in the hunt for something serious. Now we'll I check mean, it out. Like, yes, but also, like, Dustin and I have talked about this before. You know, Dustin's 33, and we've talked about, like, online dating and stuff. And at this point, unless, there, there's not, not a ton of people are really utilizing all of the other like social media platforms or fair. whatever as well. So I feel like there's a little bit of a like a disconnect too. So I don't know. It's just interesting. It would be interesting to know what online essentially encompasses. Does it mean a dating platform? Does it mean through a social media platform? Does it mean they were emailing? Like what 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 are you doing? <laughs> I think it encompasses all the above. I don't think it's anything specifically. The interesting thing is the gaps change. After you make it through the first three years, so actually for the after you make it past three, the least likely to make it to a decade is the is the couples who met uh, via work, which is interesting, Duh. and that's twenty four percent. That 20- makes that makes total sense though, because it's like after eventually you end up breaking up because work changes. I'm assuming your job is not going to be the same. For 10 years, you know, either you leave work or you break up and then leave work. Like, I mean, plus, it's also not a bad idea to have like a little bit of distance, like to give yourself kind of your own things, too. So but here's so this is this is really interesting to me because. um, 
okay, online dating, I get it. So, like, to me, that would suggest then that you're not going to make it through the first three years because maybe, just maybe, maybe, just maybe, you actually, um, you, uh, don't necessarily know what you're getting into and then you decide to call it quits early but the crazy thing to me is the fact that it shifts past the once you get past the three years mm-hmm. um and so it's really interesting obviously that all the quote old-fashioned ways which is just basically code for not online right are the ones that are most successful the first three years in because i think you know body language context all that all that yeah the thing that blows my mind though is that for the first three years specifically and going forward, it says that the most successful ones, at least initially in terms of avoiding divorce, are friends of friends or friends of family. Interesting. I have a huge bone to pick with that because I have not found that to be proven true. In fact, I find it to be quite the opposite. Okay. And that is what we're going to continue with when we get into the next part of the Automatrix Group debate at 8. Um, 68255, the number to text. Start your text with VFX. And, of course, 435-787-0945, the number to call if you want to be part of the AJ and McCall show. But uh, online, not saying you're doomed, just means that those first three years, you got to watch out to determine the likelihood of a successful marriage. Most likely to get you through the first three years with success of marriage is dating a friend of a friend or a friend of a family member, according to a survey that was done for people over the age of 30. I have a bone to pick with that. AJ McCall at VFX, because the idea I get, because you think, right, friend of friend, friend of family member, it's easy. Fundamentally, you already have to, I would think, like them in some capacity because they were brought in by people I'm assuming you choose to hang out with. Right. And so the idea is like, this is easy. We already have the same interests. We just, we just pick it up and we do our thing and this will be great. And then like, she's tight with my friends. I'm tight with her friends, vice versa, whatever. The problem is, is that that's that's only the good part, and in relationships, it doesn't always go to the good part, right? Because like relationships can crash and burn. My personal experience has been dating friends of friends, specifically friends of friends, atrocious. It does not go well because there's on top of a bevy of other things. It's like how do you juggle those relationships once it doesn't work out? How do you do that? Honestly, I don't know how you could even figure out how to navigate it. Because at first you'd think, yes, everything's going to sort itself out. Everything will end up being fine. But in long term, I think you end up going to one party or the other. Yeah, I think lines are in draw. Like, so I, I can tell you a story. So um, my my core group of four friends that I had, I, I reference this all the time, right? So uh, in college, a girl came along. Her name is Kim. Great. Consider her one of my best friends. So she married into the group, but she's great. So being a girl and the rest of us being guys, inevitably her friends cross paths with us. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, as is in college, it happens. So I dated two friends of hers. Another buddy of mine has dated, I think, four friends of hers. Every single one of those relationships ended terribly. Ugh. They went bad. And here's the here's the thing. And I, I maintain, I will speak on behalf of me and Jeff, who's the other guy. I don't think that we were 100% great in all that. But I'll tell you what, in a lot of those situations, those, those relationships didn't go well because somebody did something they weren't supposed to on the other end. And the problem became, well, how do you balance that? Because they were her friends. Now they've revealed a part of their her character or their character that maybe you didn't know. And so how do you balance that? Because you still want to be friends with them. But the fact is also we are – she's married into our friend group. It's not like all of a sudden she could split from us. 
because we're best friends with her soon-to-be husband. Right. And so what inevitably happened, I think, is she sort of kind of just fell out of touch with it. And I feel terrible about it. Mm-hmm. And that's why my policy from that point forward was like, no, friends of friends, it's just it sounds good in theory, but th- it's just too risky. It really is. It's high risk. It's high risk, high reward. And in relationships, I think more often than not for the average person, right, you're going to swing more than you're going you're gonna to hit. Mm-hmm. Because it, it's how it works. Not, not everybody's going to find their high school sweetheart. You're not going to find love at first sight. Right. It sucks, but it's just it's a, it's a numbers game. Inevitably, you, and part of it is just growth. You're also not going to be who you are. I'm 32. I'm not the same as I was at 26, 22, or 18. Uh-huh. But that's what blew my mind is that those are the most successful ones to get through. And I think it's probably because, I guess that now that I realize that the statistic makes sense in terms of that point, making it through to get married, because if you can make it through the initial part and get to the point of marriage, fair. Right. Because really, if you're going to crash and burn, it's probably going to come sooner rather than later. Right. And then all of a sudden, all bets are off. Who knows? But online dating, not worth it. In long run, work dating, not worth it. No. And I actually, I can tell you straight <laughs> I won't get into it because I want to talk about it online, but dating dating coworkers, not a good idea either. What is one thing that McCall absolutely loves? Coffee. That too. Oh. That, that's actually top oh. of the list. I, I should rephrase. What is one of the things that McCall oh. absolutely loves? Oh, okay. He said sarcastically. Oh, no. Life hacks. Oh. <laughs> we all know if there's one thing that the McCall Taylor loves... It's life hacks. No, it's not. It's li- No, they save you time. No. They're convenient. Absolutely they not. They make great videos that nobody questions their validity. Mm-mm. AJ McCall on VFX. All right, I'm just going to run down a couple of these. And then you if you tell me whether they're legit or not. No, no, I think the list, the scoreboard, I think at this point is like zero to a thousand in terms of points for McCall <sighs> versus points for life hacks because there's just uh, not too many that she gets into. All right, bring it on. So, uh, okay. First one, we were talking about this yesterday because Gen Z wants to take away McCall's avocado toast. I like my avocado toast. You can keep avocados fresh if you store them in your refrigerator with an onion. That's really interesting. Did not know that. If it's true, great. If it's not, I'm going to be really furious that Uh, I lost an avocado and an onion. That's fair. My only question is like, so when you say keep them fresh, because like the normal time range for an avocado is what, 10, 15 seconds? Right, precisely. So so are we talking like two minutes? Because like, I get it. That's great. It's longer. Right. But is it worth it? I don't know. I have zero idea. I do know that if you store your potatoes and your onions together, that's bad. Because they go bad faster. There's a bonus tip for you. I learned that. How about this one? Since we were just talking about grilled cheese with producer butters the other day, mm-hmm. you use a waffle iron. It's quicker, less yeah. messy, and it leaves holes to soak up soup. Yeah. Those ones are cool. She's good with I that. like that. Producer Butters texted us the other day and asked if we'd ever use mayonnaise instead of butter. Yes. And the answer was yes. No, McCall has it, but it's yes. delicious. Like, yes. They're super good. It's good. In on your outside of your grilled cheese sandwich. Yes. Yeah, yeah. 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 Instead of yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, how about using an air fryer to cook a frozen pizza one slice at a time? I've heard that that's good. I don't have an air fryer, and I'm not going to make the investment to figure out whether or not it's good because I don't want to store it. Then, I mean, I'm if it has to how good like it has to be super good, right? Because yes, if you're, I, if you're doing an oven pizza, it's not really so much for the quality; it's for the convenience. Dude, I have a ton of friends who say that it is. They will never go back. They will never go back to just cooking it in an oven. We did this discussion. Air fryer, 100% cold. If you own an air fryer, you're part of a cold. I'm not saying it's not a justified cold because all I hear is nice things about it. Right. But it's a cold. Yeah. Okay, last one then. Use an old ketchup bottle to make the perfect pancakes. You clean it out, fill it with batter. I've seen that. I think it's stupid because then you still have to put it into the... You got to create the batter 
And then you have to, from that bowl, you then have to put them into the ketchup bottle. And then you have to clean. You're, you're, making, an, you're making a mess. Just Sounds get the like ladle. It. Just get the normal ladle. For the love, just get a little. Isn't that kind of the nice thing about pancakes, though, is that they're all different shapes and sizes? Give them a little personality, right? Like, who what's, does it sure. matter if they're all the I same guess. size? I don't know. I've never thought of it like that. I don't really care. Welcome I mean, to my I just mind. Wanna, I just want to make pancakes. If I'm making pancakes, it means I am frantically making pancakes. It means that I'm thinking, yeah. huh, you know yeah. what sounds good? Pancakes. You know what time it is? 10, 15-ish. Okay, I got to be in town at 11 o'clock, which means I got 15 minutes. Cool. We're making them. We're making them right now. We're going. Has anybody ever made pancakes with instant pancake mix where it wasn't something along the lines where, like, oh, that's not enough batter. So then you made more and then inevitably you made way too much. Yeah. You make enough for an army. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Every time. Okay. Just making sure we we're all on the same page there. That's how pancakes are made. Of a course. bajillion at a time. Correct. Legitimately. Got it. Okay, cool. <laughs> so this life hack scored eh, eh. better than most, but that's not saying a lot. Yes. Better than <laughs> most, but still not great. <sighs> Throwback Justin Timberlake. The best. Sign me up every time, please. Yes. AJ McCall at VFX. Got to wish a very special happy birthday. 12 years old to Caesar. Happy birthday. Woo! Said he's getting a VR. I'm jealous. Can I? Nice. I'm 32 and I don't have one. I'm going to backtrack to that. Happy birthday nonetheless. AJ McCall on VFX. So already we've had the discussion this morning, right? So if you get west of the Mississippi, apparently you just get better sleep. Okay. Yeah. For whatever right. reason, we're west of the Mississippi, pretty much all the most uh, sl- not sleep-derived states. Well, apparently there's another tip out there for you to get another night's sleep, which I, don't know, I find uncomfortable. But if you sleep uh, nothing between you and the sheets, shall we say? Yeah. Apparently, 53% of people report that uh, they get a high-quality sleep compared to 27% who wear pajamas when they hit the hit the snooze. I feel like, I feel like if I'm wearing like pants, my leg gets all tangled up. And then I wake up freaking out, then my legs all tangled up. Then I panic, and then I wake up, and then I just get frantic, and there's, there's not good sleep that occurs. Yeah, well, the funny thing is, so in this same study, they, they cataloged the top three reasons why people don't get restful sleep. One is thinking about personal stuff. Two is being too hot, and three is general insomnia. And I'm like, two of those things are really, really serious, and then one of those things is not. Like, being too hot is somewhat correctable. I feel like worrying about personal stuff, inevitable brains, like just, and then general insomnia, like <laughs> ramp that last one up. But apparently if you decide, you know, nothing but you in the sheets, it is more likely that you will get restful sleep. Nice. I just feel like you have to wash the sheets more. I don't know about any bit like it's temperature is part of it, but I just, it's just uncomfortable. I don't like it. Ugh. Man, totally opposite. Yeah. All right. Well, totally opposite. Would you, do you think you get more restful sleep than me? That's yes. the question. Yes. We've talked honest, about this. I think she's right. <laughs> yeah. Though I do think, I think the no strip is at least part, partly responsible. Yeah. Which did not factor into this as far as I know. Well, also true, but at the end of the day, I'm still getting better sleep, so sorry. It's probably true. <laughs> I don't know if that validates the study for you or not, but I'm I'm no position to disagree with her. I think she's probably right. <laughs> AJ McCall on VFX.